thank you for joining All Things Career with Growing Perspectives. Here we are excited to share different professionals in their career journeys, their success stories, their successful transitions, um, as they inspire us and share with us um, their successes and what we can learn from their journey. So today we're happy to have Rodney Williams with us. And I'm going to ask him a few questions about his background. And when I met him the first time, he's a little taller than most people that I knew in that meeting. Um, so I was surprised to hear his background being a, a former professional basketball player. So we're going to talk about that some today also. So Rodney, would you introduce yourself and tell us what you currently are doing in your career now? Yeah, so uh, like you said, my name is Rodney Williams, uh, originally from Richmond, Virginia. Um, you know, like she talked about, pretty tall background in athletics and now um, in management consulting. I currently am the director of the Capital Region SBDC, um, SBDC meaning Small Business Development Center here in Richmond, which was newly launched in uh, November of 2020 and has focused on helping small business owners in every phase of their business, whether they're starting, growing, or sustaining. That's awesome. So tell us a little bit, what did you do before you came into your current role in your current career? Yeah, so before I got into that management consulting space, um, I was formerly a professional basketball player in Europe. Uh, I graduated from Drexel University in uh, 2017, where I played four years uh, of college. Uh, had a pretty good career, so I had a chance to go to the uh, into the draft. Uh, did not get drafted, and so I decided that instead of going the route of trying to grind it out here um, and maybe doing some G League stuff and trying to make the league, I would go play overseas. The money was pretty good, and uh, the chance to travel and, and have those experiences while I'm young was 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 very key in that decision. And so I set out to play. Um, my first thought was in Israel and finished the rest of that year in Spain. Uh, my second year, I played in France. Uh, and that this last year that I played was in Sweden. Um, and so I had a really good time. I got to obviously utilize the game that I love um, as a ticket for me to a free education, as well as an, uh, you know a lifetime of experiences that I gained from being in Europe and I wouldn't trade it for anything. Oh, that's awesome. Now that is great. And how many years total? So I played about three and a half years. Um, it got shut down by COVID. So that kind of started the transition. Um, a lot of other things in life, right, can happen. I was actually getting married at the time and there was a lot of different decisions. I got to be home during that quarantine period uh, around my family. You know, I typically leave for nine to 10 months and only come back for those few that are left in the year. And so having that chance to sit around and just enjoy family, enjoy uh, my now wife, uh, and all those different things had me think about a transition and, and kind of where I was in my life and what I wanted to do. And I would say the pandemic kind of aided that, but um, I've always been taught to be prepared no matter what it is uh, that you're doing, because you never know uh, in this lifetime what life will bring you. That's right. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about your um, preparation for that transition. What do you feel were some of the key things that helped you be successful to transition to where you are today? 
Yeah, when you speak about preparation, um, I think for one, just coming from a good, solid family background, uh, my father is a pastor and a military man. Um, they're also my mother. She owned a daycare for 20 years. My father owned multiple businesses. So I've always had a solid foundation. So that that was a great part of that. Um, and then, you know, with my studies, I've always tried to be very calculated. So when I went to Drexel, I majored in entrepreneurial studies, seeing, seeing what I saw, right? A lot of times what you see is who you become. Uh, and so I saw my parents as hardworking entrepreneurs, and that was appealing to me. So I furthered my studies in that. And during that time of playing basketball, you know, you have 24 hours in a day. What are you going to do with them? I'm probably spending about four of them preparing, uh, you know, for my profession, but also what else could I do? So I went back and got my master's degree in business um, online, virtually had to stay up some late nights for the time difference and stuff like that. But it was all around being prepared and um, you know, that, that ultimately helped me transition into the phase I'm in now with uh, working in management consulting, uh, working with entrepreneurs to help them realize their dreams. Uh, that came a long way from me just knowing that, you know, it takes more than what you're currently doing and how do you plan those next steps. And I credit that to my athletic background, to my parents, uh, to the institutions that uh, I've been a part of, but also just who I've seen and who I've been around. Again, I, I've always believed, you know, what you see is who you become. And so I try to align myself with people who are mission driven, um, who have done some of the things that I wanted to do. And I think that's rubbed off on me uh, where I am now. I love that. I was um, thinking on what you just said, what you see is who you become. So I think that's awesome. And you you sound very intentional about who you, who you chose to surround yourself around. Um, so that was great. Are there any other keys to your success in your success as a basketball player, your current success now as a management consultant? Do you have any tips that you would say would be good in addition to what you've already shared with us? Yeah, I would say, obviously, hard work and dedication, um, staying focused. I like to say, keep the main thing the main thing, um, right? There's a there's a lot of things that can kind of come into play when you're trying to find who you are or you're trying to transition into something or, or grow into something. So, you know, what is it that you want to focus on? Um, and this is the thing you work with entrepreneurs about every day is like, how do you focus on that main thing? And then once you have that, keep it, keep it the main thing. Um, so that, but also... Uh, just always wanting to learn. I think a lot of times uh, people can enter a situation thinking that they can't learn from others or that they you know, know more than they know. And I've always taken the stance that I don't know enough. Uh, and so being somebody who wants to continue to learn, I think that ultimately helps me grow into you know, who I want to be as a professional, whether it's athletically, right? Learning from older players, coaches and stuff like that. Or, um, you know, from a corporate business standpoint, learning from past entrepreneurs, their mistakes, how can I better myself off my own mistakes? Uh, just always being somebody who wants to learn and is driven and, you know, focused on hard work and dedication and keeping that main thing the main thing. I like it. I like it. No, that's great. And have you had to share with us, you know, through your career and the lessons that you learned? You talked about keeping the main thing, the main thing, the work, the dedication, continuing continuing to learn. Would you 
share with us maybe a key lesson you learned in your earlier career and a key lesson that you're learning now? I'd say um, it's funny because I've always talked about this. It's okay to lose, right? Um, I, as an athlete, I never want to lose. I was very, you know, I, I get angry a lot. <laughs> I'll be very competitive in my drive and wanting to win. Um, and a hard lesson I had to learn was when I first left to play professional basketball, I went to Israel, um, young guy, you know, in a foreign country, don't speak the language, having to figure out things on my own, not having the crutch of a college program or my parents or anything, right. uh, but still coming from America in the perspective, I was this great college player, so I'm just gonna go do it again. And I actually ended up my first job after you know three or four months getting cut, right? And I didn't understand how that could happen to me. You know, I was a thousand point scorer on record books, and you know, at my old school and what I didn't realize is that nobody cares about what you've done, right? There's, you know, what you do now and it's a job. So I had to separate, you know, being a part of a team on scholarship to actually, hey, we're paying you to do X, Y, Z. And if you don't meet that, we'll find somebody else that would do it. So that was my first introduction to being a professional, right? Um, and I carry that lesson, you know, that, you know, in my career now that, you know, I didn't, if it wasn't for that, I don't know where I'd be because, you know, that kind of knocked me down a peg to where I realized what the real world can be. And if you want to be successful at something, you have to put the time in and be dedicated at a different level, right? New levels, new devils, people say that. And I try to carry my same habits and things that I've always done into a new situation that required more. Uh, and so, you know, going through that, now I realize, well, it's okay for that to happen because out of that or some type of growth. Uh, so you know, while it sucked at the moment, I was calling my parents, like, I can't believe it. Like they told me to pack my bags. Like we got my flight ticket. I'm out of here. Wow. You know, I got fired. Like, you know, what is this? This is supposed to be my dream, That's you know, right. to now those next steps that I took in Europe and, and, and playing, it was a whole different perspective. And I performed like a professional that, you know, in ways that I couldn't before because of that lesson. Uh, and then now it's the same thing, you know, in my transition to this business role. I know that, you know, when I stopped, I stopped in the pandemic. So jobs weren't easy to come by. I was trying to find who I wanted to be in a job market that wasn't great. And, you know, I took a lot of losses, a lot of denials that I wasn't used to. I'm like, man, these people are telling me, you know, no thanks, but no thanks, or you don't have enough experience for this. And that was hard for me having signed all those contracts, having been loved by fans and all this different stuff to now come back into a um, American corporate system that may not fit your experience. Uh, but out of that, right, it, it's okay to have those moments because it, the next interview will be better. The next application will be better. So right. it's okay to lose at the moment, but what is that birth? Uh, you know, being uncomfortable often is, a, you know, a time for change, right? That means something's shifting for you. So you know, I never wanted to be too comfortable after that first situation in Israel. And I learned from that each step I go. And now I know that, you know, it's okay to have those moments when you lose, but what do you do out of that? And how does it make you better? That's awesome. I um, want to thank you for sharing those examples with us. And especially the first one, which was very transparent. You know, you were riding high, so to speak. And that was a definite, you know, change for you. 
and, and what you did afterwards and what you said, you, you know, you really showed up as a true professional moving forward. And um, I also appreciate the example you shared about during the pandemic and how challenging it was to land that next job. So I think that feeling is out there with a lot of people that were transitioning during that time. So what would you leave as a, um, you did some things differently. Could you share with us maybe one or two things you chose to do differently in either case that really helped you be successful during those yeah. times? Yeah, so um, one thing that I did, uh, I'll say this for the basketball side, I reinvested in myself. Um, I had to realize that there was no more crutch of college uh, in the sense of, you know, this is when you lift, this is when you eat, this is when you do that. Everything, when you're professional, it's on you to make those things happen. Uh, and so I had to get serious about my training, my nutrition, all these things by myself. Right now, there's no more going to the calf. You know, you buy your own meals. There's just so much things that go that goes into it. So I had to reinvest in myself. I told myself that you're reinvesting into you. Right? Yeah, you might not want to swipe your card because you're like, dang, like people used to do this for me, but it's an investment. Um, and your body, you know, is your ticket. So you have to take care of it. Right? And and your game is your ticket. So you have to take care of it. So. I just, you know, realigned myself and my values and kind of how I approached the game um, and started to give my craft the proper attention, just as I would give any other job or any other assignment or anything. I had to give myself that attention because your body and your abilities is your business right now. Uh, and so reinvesting in myself and realizing that I had to take it to another level. And I think out of that phase with the actual shifting into the professional career, um, back home, it was networking and conversations. I, you know, I clicked a, apply on jobs, probably, I don't even know the amount of times. Uh, if I had a dollar for every time, we might be, you know, balling right now. So, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, but what I started to realize is the more conversations I had, the more opportunities were opening up for me. And so, you know, networking is a key, right? Having conversations is a key. And a lot of times those conversations felt uncomfortable. I felt like I was making myself small. Um, you know, I, I was a you know big time basketball player, but now yeah. I am a novice in trying to ask somebody for an opportunity rather than let my skills do the you know, talking. Uh, and so, you know, some of those conversations, I would just email random people or contact random people to learn about their careers, to, to, to figure out more about them. And as time went on, the more conversations I had, somebody would say, well, hey, I can have a buddy. Let me pass your resume to them or have. And before you know it, I, I had a bunch of interviews and most of them came off of conversations, not the actual application process uh, that most people go through. So I know that now and I continue to network to this day because you just never know who you run into or, you know, what could happen from that. Um, so I think those are probably the two things, reinvesting in myself and and learning how to network and, and utilize my, my voice a little bit. That's awesome. Now, I definitely um, appreciate that investing in yourself and networking. Because definitely um, on my career now as a leadership and a career coach, that is a big item, you know, networking and the value and hearing the value that you gain just further 
really expresses how important it is to keep doing that. When you're looking, when you're not looking, to your point, you never know when the next opportunity could come. So what advice would you share with anyone that's looking to transition? Um, maybe they want to transition to a field like similar to what you're doing or any career path. What advice would you give them? Yeah, I would say, honestly, you want to know what you're going into. So start to do research and have those conversations with people who are already doing it. Right. You don't have to, you know, we're never reinventing the wheel a lot of the time unless you're just an entrepreneurial mind that can come up with something, you know, crazy. And, you know, there's a stigma around entrepreneurship that you just have to start your own business. You can be an entrepreneur within a company and, and start new initiatives and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you have to know where you want to go. Um, that can come through, you know, you just doing the research and finding out what you like or, you, you know, there's people to help with that and understand, you know, help you center yourself. But I think in any transition, you want to prepare yourself by gaining knowledge, uh, right? Gaining the knowledge and then you might understand, hey, if I want to enter this industry, I need to do this certification or I need to, to start to tailor my stuff this way. I, I need to start populating my LinkedIn with this type of material so people, people see me, they understand that I love this topic, right? There's so much that goes into trying to figure out who you want to be and where you want to go. And I think one of the best ways to do that is to just put some feelers out there, have some conversations, do some research, and then understand and come up with two alternatives, you know, that you love. I came up with, it was either going to be business consulting, management consulting, business development type stuff, or it was going to be advertising and marketing. So I had an interview and I got a job with the Martin agency who does all of the DoorDash commercials, UPS, Walmart, all that different stuff. And they're a big company in Richmond. Or it was this job with a small business development center. Um, and I figured out that I wanted to help people realize their entrepreneurial dreams, uh, right? And so that's just what it came down to. But there was fair research on both uh, opportunities that when I walked in, I would be prepared. Uh, so I, I think in any transition, you want to make sure you order your steps and, and try to have some of that research and preparation done. It's excellent. It's excellent. Well, you have a fascinating background. And I remember when we met the first time, I thought, I think we're going to stay connected. Uh, I think we, and I'm really um, thankful that you took the time to share your experiences with us and how you prepared. I heard you say prepare multiple times when you were sharing with us and the approach that you took in your career and in your transitions. And those were the questions that I had for today. Was there anything else that you wanted to share with us that we didn't cover that you think we should know? No, I just, I, I definitely think, and I think a lot has been said today, um, but there's a quote that always sticks with me. Um, my dad said, I told you he's a, he's a preacher. You have to see it before you see it or you'll never see it. Um, it sounds simple, right? But it's true, right? A lot of times when we're trying to do things, we can get so frustrated with the process that we forget the actual purpose and why we wanted it. Uh, and so a lot of times I just try to remind myself to see it. It's not even here yet, but to see it, um, you know, before I see it or I'll never see it. You know, it, it's, it, it's catchy, but I, I like it. And I hold on to that. And I would, you know, implore anybody who's dreaming um, wondering, trying to find themselves or want to transition into something that they 
have fear about, they don't know about, you know, see it before you see it or you never see it. That's awesome. So thank you. And that is powerful. So that's still sitting in with me. I'm like, oh yeah. So thank you for sharing your experiences with us. And I look forward to staying connected with you. And we look forward to having you back. And